Welcome to Real Estate Made Easy with Susie Appel. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another show with Susie Appel, which is, uh, we'll tell everybody the name of your show. Real Estate Made Easy. That's right. Real Estate Made Easy. Something we all need to learn how to do. I know I certainly do that. Um, welcome back again. This is part two of this series that we uh, that we started, which was six things every seller should do before they sell their home. And we divided it into three parts because... Six all at the same time got a little lengthy. A little too much. Yeah, yeah, a little too much. We don't want to blow you guys' mind. What were the first <laughs> three that we covered uh, last time? Well, let's see. We wanted to, uh, we got to make sure that the home has nice curb appeal. Right. 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 We wanted to declutter the home. Oh, absolutely. Right. We talked in depth about that, and then clean cleanliness. Cleaning the home is very important. So those okay. were the top three. So the top three were curb appeal, declutter the home, and make sure the house is clean. Yes. And if you're a hoarder, well, you get your work cut out for you. Well, we can sell hoarder homes as well. Oh, yes. That we would can. be a, that might be a whole nother show to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen that. By the show way, before. I love that show. Do you really? <laughs> you know, I I hate to admit it, but I watch that too, and I know. yeah, it's, it's just kind of creepy, but you can't stop watching it. You can. It's a way to like count your blessings, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm glad I'm not married to that person. <laughs> so at this time, we've got three new topics to talk about, and that is stage the home, using a professional photographer, why that's important, and how to brush your home correctly. So why don't you kick things off with how do we stage the home and why in the world would we want to do that? Well, this goes along with the decluttering, right? Right. Um, Obviously, once we declutter, right, um, now we want to minimize what we have and we have to update. So um, staging the home is very important because we have to help the buyer, the new homeowner, see the home um, for what it is, and we're trying to um, help them envision living there. So it's important that we uh, have the furniture in the proper places. Oftentimes I go into homes and homeowners maybe don't have a knack for design. Right. So where they put their sofa and their television, the focal point of the home isn't necessarily where it should be. So these are the things I have to help the homeowner see And then um, either help them hire a stager, which I've done in the past for large homes, um, higher price homes. But oftentimes I help, I'm helping a seller right now do the very thing to get their home on the market. And so if you hire a realtor such as myself, I can help save you money in that area. That's good. I was going to ask you that. So um, you have the ability to help them stage the home as opposed to spending the money to go out and out, going out and hiring a stager. So what does it cost for me to stage my home? Just say I'm a regular three-bedroom, two-bath kind of a home. What's it going to cost me? Well, it is. It's it's not just price per square foot, but right. it can be. Um, it depends on how many rooms we're doing, right? It's on average going to run for a smaller home, probably yeah. somewhere around $1,000 a month. They usually charge monthly. Really? Yes, because you're using their furnishings, their accessories. 
Um, oh, so and, I'm not using my stuff that I already well, have my own, and you're going to move it around to make it look cool? Obviously, they can uh, use your stuff, but oftentimes part of the reason why we're staging a home is because the homeowner doesn't have the quality of furniture or the maybe a neutral color palette. Mm-hmm. So it's important that all of that matters, right? Right. Um, so we ha- And sometimes our furniture has worn out. That comes across in photos. So, yeah. and we're going to get to photos here in a minute. But so, and I have a question. So, when we're like staging a house, is it important that the photos that are on the the MLS or on the flyers is it important that the photos match what the house actually looks like <laughs> on the inside? Oh well, um, apparently you've looked at quite a few <laughs> listings online. Yeah, it is important. You know, we realtors have a reputation sometimes of I don't want to say deceiving the public, but um, oftentimes the photos don't resemble yes. the actual product itself. We so. had that happen when when we moved, and um, the, the real Jay came in and, and said, "Okay, so do you want to have your home stage?" And my wife goes. Well, no, not really, because we don't want to go to all the trouble right now. So what they did is they they brought in a professional photographer, which we're going to talk about that anyway. I don't know if this is going to apply to that. But they took these, they took photos of our place, which looked fine, but then they got a professional photo enhancer, and they graphically put in new furniture oh. and new everything. It didn't look like our place. And my wife goes, oh, my gosh. This looks beautiful. This looks so good. I really don't know if I want to move. (laughs) We just need to get new furniture and paint the wall. And then people would come in after they'd seen the uh, like the listing in the MLS or the flyer. They'd come in and they they go, well, this doesn't look anything like the the photos. It's not the same house. It's not the same place. Right. So probably not a great idea. I have done that with homes that are vacant. Yeah. um, And that can work. That helps people visualize. How you would, you know, live yeah. in the home. Not a great idea, though, if people are walking through and you're still living there, in my opinion. Yeah. Keep was... in mind, Michael sold his house in California. Yes. He wasn't here. Yeah, so wasn't here. Otherwise, I'm sure he would have worked with me. I would have. Of course. <laughs> now I will. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, that's uh, that was pretty interesting. So um, is it best to have, like, a lot of furniture, a minimal amount of furniture. What do we do here? If we have to choose, we want to minimize. Yes. So, of course, we need enough so that it doesn't seem sparse. Um, but it's it, we typically, and we talked about this, about decluttering, we have more than we need. So we oftentimes are moving furniture in the garage as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So less is more. Absolutely. Okay, that's a good thing. And um, we already talked about the benefits of hiring a stager or listing our property with somebody like you who has the ability to save us money by staging the home for us or at least telling us how to do it. Well, I I was online last night for a client looking for a couple sofas or a sectional um, on St. George Yard Cell. Reached oh. out to a couple people because... You know, we need something that's more neutral than what they have. Right. And um, so I'll be talking to them today about that. So oh, well, that's really happy cool. to help however I need to. That's really, that's a good idea. All right. So when you're um, staging the home, you can either 
have your real estate agent do it for you if they're experienced like Susie. That'll save you some uh, time and money and as opposed to hiring a stager. And make sure you minimize the furniture and accessories and uh, just... Don't be a pig, so to speak. Just make your house look good, not lived in. <laughs> How not to be a pig. How yeah, not right. to be a pig, yeah. You know, before we go any further, we do want to thank one of our new show sponsors and supporters. And that yeah. would be Christine Erickson over there at Mindful Lab in St. George. You know Christine. I do. She's a love her. lovely, lovely lady. Uh, Christine offers individual and group coaching to help introverted teenage girls and their parents become more confident and uh, more productive in their lives. She offers a free consultation. You can contact her at mindfullab.net. That's mindfullab.net. So head to Christina Erickson for us. Hi, Christine. <laughs> Love you, Christine. <laughs> Thanks, Christine. We appreciate your support here. So what's next on our list? That would be uh, oh, hiring a professional photographer. Uh, this is a big deal. I'm, I'm totally with you on this one. <laughs> Well, first of all, we shouldn't even have to talk about this, right? No. I mean. Yeah. And nowadays people think, oh, I've got a cell phone. I can take my own photos because. Why would you hire a realtor, a professional realtor who does not hire a professional photographer? Right. That's the question. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it is so important. And the reason why it's important, and I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but in the sales process, prospecting, presenting, and then closing, in order to get the close, you have to make a great presentation. Part of making a great presentation when you're listing and selling your home is to have some decent photographs that make it look beautiful, that uh, like a place that someone would want to live in. Um, Absolutely, it, it is. It is key. I, I remember when I was um, when I was conducting some real estate uh, sales workshops um, down in California. We we would put up photos of a house. One was a photo that was taken by a non professional photographer, mm -hmm. aka the realtor that wanted to save a few bucks, <laughs> and the other was taken by a professional pro photographer that just made it look gorgeous. I mean, they took it at the right time of day. The lights mm -hmm. on the outside were named. They put water on the uh, on the driveway so it looked you know brand new. And we said, so which house would you want to live in? And it was like, okay, well now I get it. And it was at that time that they finally got the importance of hiring a professional photographer, not just using your iPhone or the <laughs> some other camera that they had. I've seen guys put up in the olden days they would use Polaroids. You know, <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Really? I don't know that I've ever seen that. Oh, I've uh, been that, doing this a long time, Michael. Well, that was in the olden, olden days. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Before my time. Yeah. Um, black and white or full color Polaroid photos. And they couldn't figure out why the house isn't selling. <laughs> well, when I started, we used to use a book. And the picture, there was one exterior picture in the book. And it was black and white. Oh, my gosh. So, We've come a long way. Yes, we have. So when hiring a professional photographer, <laughs> what do we want them to take photos of? Well, if we have a professional, which I do, we don't even have to tell them. Oh. Right? Every once in a while, I'll mention, hey, make sure you get a photo of the spectacular view out the back window. Right. I, I never, I mean, my guy, and I'm not going to tell you his name because... 
I don't want to get, he's already so busy, but (laughs) Um, we'll just call him Bob. Bob is so good that he shows up. I don't need to be there. And I tell my clients, he will handle this. So um, the photos are important because everyone now shops online, Mm -hmm. right? Right. The first impression is a photograph or multiple photographs. So um, it's just critical. And the lighting, we have to have exterior shots. We have interior shots. We have view shots or non-view, right? If there's no view, then we're going to focus on what the house really has going for it, whatever that is. Maybe it's the fireplace or the kitchen, you know, whatever that is. So does the photographer take multiple um, shots of the same general area and then you and the buyer or you and the seller determine which photos look the best that they want to use in the presentation? No, he takes multiple photos and he takes typically somewhere between say 20 and 30 depends on the size of the home. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes we use, and I'll get into that in a minute, but we use a drone depending upon the property, where it sits, how much property there is. Um, but I, I use all the photographs. It's very rare that I delete a photo or don't use it online. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So what does a professional photographer like that, cost and who pays for that well your realtor will pay for it really my realtor my my Susie Appel realtor Susie Appel will pay for it wow okay you're hired that's part of the marketing cost I like that we do pay for that that's good to know Um, and it varies depending on the size of the house but it's typically two to three hundred depending upon size oh that's not bad no it's not bad and how long is the photographer generally there like uh typically about an hour and a half to two and a half hours, oh, depending okay. upon, you know, the property and the size of the home. And does he give you like the a digital file with all of the photos on there? Yes. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. So they can be uploaded online to the Internet mm-hmm. on your social we media stuff. We use them stuff. on all of our marketing material. That's cool. So The drone thing is pretty interesting. You know, I have a, a realtor friend down south who uh, is big on the drone thing. I mean... And I think that helped to increase his sales exponentially once they started incorporating drone video files into the listing. It's very fun. Oh, my gosh. Well, we are we have started that now on all of our listings. I'm so excited because we are doing uh, video tours on every single listing we have, and that includes the drone. Really? Yeah, and at how it relates and where it's located to, you know— parks and um, just shopping and all of that. So people can really get a sense online, where is this house located, right? Okay. It might be in Santa Clara, but how close is it to the shopping center and the schools and all of that? So it's fun. Is is there a, a voiceover that goes along with that as well? Like, um, here's the house that's located in the street. And as you can see, the park is just a short walking distance. You know. Well... It happens to be mine. Well, that's fine. So there is a Susie Appel voiceover that goes with it. Yes. And I'm I'm starting to appear in some of them. So I'm in. I am doing some tours as well. So that's I good. tour through the home. And um, so this is something, I mean, I've done drone footage for quite some time, but now we're implementing the, um, the entire tour, which is so, new. 
So where can we see some of this drone footage? Do you have some stuff posted on your YouTube channel? I do. You do? I do. And what is your YouTube channel, by the way? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was not the right answer. That would answer. be Michael. You would have to tell me. No. I, it's called, it's, it's uh, Susie Appel. Susie Appel. Susie Appel. And, and you've got a channel <laughs> called Real Estate Made Easy. There you go. So if you'd like to go check out her um, really cool drone videos, you can see it on her YouTube you channel. Can. Just just uh, search for a Susie A new one Appel. was posted uh, yesterday. Oh, good. Yeah, Susie Appel, Real Estate mm-hmm. Made Easy. Mm-hmm. The same as your podcast channel. There so you go. That's an easy way to remember it. Do you also post the drone footage on your Facebook page? I do. There you go. So you were like all over the place. I guess I am. So one of the benefits of working with you as my realtor is that you're going to cover my cost of the professional photographer, which includes the drone footage. And the videographer. Videographer. Is it the same guy who does the photography? No. Different. Two different guys. Okay. And you... Because if you think about it, the photographer, if he's good, I mean... He's so busy doing what he does. Most of these guys are separate. So I hired two different people. Wow. Okay. So this is a real, this is a real professional thing. And quite frankly, any realtor should, should offer this. I I think so. Yeah. Because it's all part of the marketing thing, which is, you know, you got to have a good presentation to make the sale. Absolutely. Um, Okay. So I've got my house. I've got my videographer. I've got my cool photos. And you know... I put a lot of money, put a lot of love into this home and see over there's the concrete where my kids press their first handprints in there. And this home means a lot to me. I just think this home was worth $14 million. So are you going to list my house for $14 million because that's what I think is worth? No. <laughs> so how do I, how do you help me price my home correctly so this thing can actually sell? Well, I come at you with the comparables, right? We have to look at what the market is dictating. Yeah. <clears throat> Every single home will sell at the right price. Period. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier. Even the hoarder home will sell <laughs> at the right price. At the right price. <laughs> we were, we were talking about this earlier. We've we have a common experience with a very uh, well-known real estate agent trainer. We don't need to mention his name if you don't want to. But one of the things that uh, I remember him saying to a group of realtors, listen, if the home isn't selling, it's too high. You need to lower the price. And they would always get pushback on that. But the reality of the situation is if your home isn't selling, it's probably priced too high. high. So don't get emotional. And what generally happens to you, do you find like, for example, you, you tell these guys, maybe it's been on the market for six months, it's not sold, and they go, fine, we're just going to use somebody else. Then they go and use another realtor who reaps the benefit of you telling them <laughs> it was too high, and then they price it correctly. So they just need to price it correctly from the beginning. Yes. And if a seller is not motivated, we talked a little bit about that last week, then they're not going to price it right. And by the way, to tell a seller not to be emotional is sort of ridiculous because we're all emotional about our own homes, even myself included, right? So we have to acknowledge that. Um, But the home has to be priced correctly, particularly in the market that we're currently in. 
So tell us about our current market conditions. Well, they're ever changing. (laughs) (laughs) I've noticed that. (laughs) Yes, they are. And um, it's a great time to sell. Um, It really is. And I think that oftentimes people get a little stuck in, you know, trying to decipher what is really going on in our market. You need to sit down with a professional realtor that can sit down and show you what the market has done in the past, what, what it's been doing the last two, three months. So you can kind of determine what it's going to look like in the next six months, right? None of us know for sure, but, um, pricing the home correctly is an absolute necessity in a market like this. Yeah. So it's a, a, the comparables, that's probably what, 90% of the whole thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I've seen sometimes where a home will actually sell more than what the comps will bear out. How does that happen and why? So it's it, that's a great strategy because we can oftentimes price a home below market, okay? Mm-hmm. And then get so much synergy going, so much interest that the home will sell above list price. Oh. With multiple offers, even in this market, yes. Really? That's a great mm-hmm. strategy. So price a little bit below market, capture their attention, mm-hmm. build their interest and their desire, and then you get multiple priced offers, offers mm-hmm. which tends to raise the price. Correct. And off you go. Mm-hmm. So with the multiple price offers, do you generally go with the, could it be always the highest price offer? Or would you go with somebody who's maybe a little bit more qualified, even though they're looking to pay more money? Well, it's tempting to go with the highest price, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's not always the best fit, though. So we have to look at the entire offer as it um, in its entirety and, and determine what does it include? You know, how long is the escrow? How qualified are the buyers? Is it cash? Is it financing? Yeah. All of that matters in an offer. Sounds and good. that's part of what we do as realtors is help our client determine what would be the best scenario for them. Cool. Well, it's about time for us to run along. Susie, a fabulous jump today. Let's just quickly recap the six things that every seller needs to know. What were the first three we covered in our uh, first podcast? We covered uh, curb appeal. Okay. We covered decluttering the home and cleaning. Mm-hmm. And then this week we covered staging the home, uh, using a professional photographer, and pricing the home correctly. Excellent. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you to ask you some more questions, how can they best find you? They can find me at suzyappel.com. They can find me at Real Estate Made Easy on YouTube. I've, they can call me. They can text me, email me. What's your phone number? 435 229 8378. And your website address is? SusieAppel.com. And let's make sure we spell Susie's name correctly. It's S-U-Z-Y-A-P-P-E-L, SusieAppel.com. Great. Susie, thank you so much for being with us today. We wanted to uh, also give a shout out to our show sponsor, uh, Christine Erickson of Mindful Lab in St. George. My name is Michael Mullenhauer from One to One Network. I've been your co-host today. We will see you again next time with another fabulous, informative podcast of Real Estate Made Easy with Susie Appel. Thank you, Susie. 
This has been Real Estate Made Easy with Susie Appel from Real Broker Red Rock Real Estate. For more information, SusieAppel.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-A-P-P-E-L.com. We invite you to join us again for another edition of Real Estate Made Easy with Susie Appel. This has been a production from a podcast studio.